plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management, your host of Your Healthy Retirement. On this podcast, we'll strive to teach you about comprehensive financial lifestyle planning, the importance of minimizing taxes, the keys to leaving a legacy, building an income plan, and properly managing your wealth now and well into the future. Joining Steve Davis are the hosts of Good Morning New Hampshire on 107.7 The Pulse, Peter St. James, and Pat Kelly. So should people, depending on what their goals are, should they come to you and say, okay, right now this is what uh, my 401k or my IRA or whatever, this is how it's stacked for investments, you know, um, aggressive, not aggressive, conservative, whatever. Should they modify now when they're at the top of the game? Uh, it's very dependent upon the individual. Okay. Everybody has their own unique situation. Okay. It's based on their age. It's based on what dependents they have. It's based on how much money they make, how many years till they retire, right? So you sit with a financial advisor to help create that plan. And that plan isn't something that you rejigger every six months. That's a long-term strategic okay. plan. Now, okay. there are certain periods in time where you may need to address it or make changes, but it's a, it's a methodical, uh, process. Um, we don't just make changes because the market's at all-time highs. Maybe that's good. Maybe that's part of the plan. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I, I was thinking, if somebody perhaps is getting to that age where, you know, another year they might start tapping into their stuff and they don't want to lose, well, you made back the stuff you lost, so at least you're you're going to reallocate or protect from a position of strength as opposed to you know, well, I think that's, that's a good all. point. I, I think rebalancing is what we call it okay, uh, periodically you. makes sense. If you have a 60-40 split, for instance, 60% equities, 40% bonds, or mm-hmm. 40, 60 stocks and bonds, um, as that shifts maybe to a 50-50 or a 70-30, you reallocate back because that's Got part it. of your plan. Okay. And, you know, Peter, the other problem that we're seeing out there is with this pandemic, you're seeing a lot of sectors start to – People are leaving those businesses early. Uh, flight attendants, yeah. airline pilots, the whole flight industry. Yeah. Teachers are getting burnt out. We hear day in and day out. I mean, it's if if a day doesn't go by where we're not talking about how these schools are, you know, handling what they're going to do. And there's teachers who, you know, they're just they're close to retirement, yep. and it's time. They're just like, okay, I can't, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I say uh, that every day, but I still show yeah. up. But, yeah. And so understanding, you know, if you're starting to think through that process or you're one of those people who did get laid off, yep. the study done by Bureau of Labor and Statistics examined the number of jobs that a baby boomer from age 18 to 50 would hold. It's almost 12. So Wait a minute. So between, in, in that time period, in that 32 jobs. years, 12. I will have had 12 jobs? That's the average. That sounds about right. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty accurate. Wow. So with that being said, you know, during those times, you're, you're accumulating maybe different 401k plans, whether sure. they're 401ks, 403bs, whatever they are. At the various companies you're working at. Correct. Right. And the question becomes, what do we do with these? Mm. Uh, how do I handle them? You know, do I take a lump sum distribution? Can I roll over the funds to another IRA or do I want to put it in an annuity IRA? Or do I simply leave it with the former employer or do I do Roth conversions? Okay. Every individual is going to have different thought processes when it comes to a rollover. So there's no one size fits all answer. No. What you really want to do is sit down with an advisor and find out all the options and explore what 
best benefits you for what you're trying to accomplish in your retirement plan. I want to sit with a fiduciary, not an advisor. We are fiduciaries. Well, there you go. Management. <laughs> See how that worked out? I like that. Wow. Uh, so what, I mean, okay, if, if we had 12 jobs and I had an IRA, three of them, and one I've kept and continued contributing to, the other two are just sitting dormant. I can just let them sit dormant? You can. Did you, did you leave your shoes at that job too? Yeah. Did you leave your lunchbox at that job? No. You know, it's, <laughs> some people leave their money at these old jobs and not that it's necessarily a bad thing, I know. but it complicates matters. And at each of one of those individual plans, they're fairly limited in terms of what they can do. They have a set menu of uh, fund options they yep. can invest in. Taking that money out, consolidating it, gives you uh, much more control over what your options are in your retirement plan. Now, the company still sends you yearly uh, updates on on the on your uh, IRA. Absolutely. Okay. Sure. Well, your four hundred one k, your four hundred one k, four fifty seven, whatever. I think. Okay. I think the, the, the most. One, one of the things you actually lose is the connectivity to maybe the person who comes into the uh, into your office and talks about plans and sits down with you one-on-one individually because now that you're not there and your time schedule is different and you're at a different job, you're not getting that That's service right. that you are paying for even though you're not at the job. So you want to have options and you want to be able to have the ability – to say if you want to do a Roth conversion at some point in time, it's much easier when you move that money into IRAs that you control to start doing Roth conversions so that you can create a tax-free income for yourself when you retire. All right. So if, if one of those IRAs was uh, – one of the 401s was um, $10,000 and I wanted to convert it to a Roth, I pay the taxes up front now on the 10000 depending on where my – Tax structure is That's at this correct. Point. Okay. Think about the opportunity this might present for certain people. Let's say you are laid off in February or March. Okay. And you say, you know what? That's it. I'm not going back to work. You've only taken in three months worth of salary. So your income that year is going to be maybe pretty darn low. Yep. If you can afford to do it, why not Ooh. do a conversion then while you're in a very low tax bracket? And, and we are in the lowest tax Good brackets point. in history. In history. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to stay here for very long. It can't. It, it can't. Cannot. It, it whether not. whether the president gets reelected or new administration comes in, somewhere along the line, you got to stop kicking the can down the road. You're going to have to pay for all the free stuff you've oh, been given free, out. There's free stuff out there. Well, supposedly, <laughs> I don't. I don't see any of it. Yeah. But 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 I mean, uh, there's talk about you know free education. I mean, the stimulus. Uh, you know, the, the the stimulus money. It's like okay, where's this money coming? It's going to come from us. The tax rate inevitably has to go up. So you're right. Right now, uh, if... Um, you, want, you want to do some serious forward thinking right now. Right. We are doing a lot of Roth conversions at this point with clients, with people who have been laid off, their salaries have been reduced, you know, and we look at it from a strategic standpoint of, okay, if we do a Roth conversion of X, does that keep us inside this tax bracket? And uh, I want to, you know, and some people will say, I don't even mind bumping up to the next tax bracket. Everybody's going to be different. But we'll get most people to say, hey, I'm in the 12% tax bracket and I want to stay there. Well, we look at the situation, we do the calculations, and we figure out, you know, can you do a Roth conversion and how, you know, how does it affect your taxes? Now, again, I can't touch a Roth for five years of what? Or for five years after it was started or five years after I pay the taxes on it what's the five years after you converted into it oh okay okay 
if you started a Roth IRA, just to be clear, if you convert into a Roth IRA, yep. it's the money is has to stay there for five years. Okay. If you're uh, contributing to a Roth IRA on an ongoing basis, yep. you always have access to the money put you put in because you okay. already pay taxes on it. Okay. Okay. So just so the fact that I started this IRA six years ago and converting it now, the, the clock for five years starts now, not six years ago. That's correct. Okay. Okay. And oh, you can good. can. Good to continue to put money into it it doesn't extend the five-year period on the money you put in on the money you put right in. correct you've been listening to your healthy retirement podcast with steve davis of davis wealth management if you have any questions about what you've heard today or have a financial and retirement planning question of your own don't hesitate to reach out give a call to 888-333-3818 that's 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Your Healthy Retirement and subscribe. That way you'll never miss a show. Also, be sure to catch Steve live every Thursday morning at 7.30 in the Concord area on 107.7 The Pulse. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.